Hi everyone, welcome to the August episode of Cumberland Conversations, the official podcast for the community of Cumberland City. I'm your host Philippa, and in this series of monthly podcasts, we bring you news and discussions that impact the local Cumberland community. Our special guest this month is Richard from the Placemaking Activation Team. Welcome back to Cumberland Conversations, Richard. Oh, thanks Philippa, it's great to be here again. Richard, last time you were on, you told us about an exciting new project called Herway. Now you have had time to implement some of the project. Can you please give us an update on that? Sure, that'd be great. So we've we've started off with the workshops that we did. And so they were interesting because rather than just put out for just general people coming, we actually did a profile of the demographics of each of the suburbs. So we had them in uh, Westmead, Auburn and Guildford. So we had three suburbs that were chosen as our sample areas which we'd choose. And so we got the demographic mix of women and girls in all of those and we recruited people. We had an external recruiting company, did recruiting. So we had a profile of women that matched that description. So rather than just having people that came in that already had an opinion, we actually got people who reflected the rest of the people in that demographic in, in the region and where they're living and they could actually look at the problem fresh and they were taken around by our expert consultants and they took them around and talked about the different issues and asked them how they felt where they felt safe where they felt unsafe what they thought would help and they were given examples and so they developed their opinion as they were walking along rather than coming to the process with an opinion and that was a really interesting approach and after that we did some pop-ups in each of the sites where we just popped up and discussed things with people as they passed by and that was that was an interesting experience too to get some different kinds of feedbacks and then for the locals that were there that had a strong opinion about certain things we could pick up that kind of data and that was interesting also too because being involved in the process because the whole idea of this is that women and girls haven't had any say in the process of developing and designing these public spaces and that intrinsically in a lot of the places they don't feel safe and I thought it was interesting when we were at Guildford because it had been it was it was early in the morning while setting up and it was really, really clean and it looked pristine that way, like that. But it actually, after going through this process, it actually felt really masculine to me. So I thought that was an interesting thing that you hadn't really realised beforehand that this is sort of, by looking at this in a different way, it really makes you think about those kind of issues. So that was good. And then all those groups were then brought together for a co-design workshop, which was where they all came together and discussed about their findings and shared what they found in their different areas. All three of them went together and then they broke back into their groups and, and came up with the ideas that they thought would be practical in their spaces and, and suggestions about what they thought we should Im- implement into there. And that was really interesting too. We invited the council's planners and strategic planners along to, to, to witness that and they were really excited by watching the process and it was fun to see that these women who were all strangers at the end, many of them had developed friendships through the process so it was really a really strong bonding experience for them as well. And that was a, yeah, that was a really positive outcome from that. And now the things we got from that is kind of designs we're take, we've got we've contracted designers and we're giving them all that research and they're coming up with some designs for each of those areas and we can choose one to spend the grant money on and the others we can pass on to other areas in council and they can incorporate those principles of safety and, and being able to feel safe in an area for women and girls in their future design strategies. So overall, it's been a great experience. So I was at the uh, very cold Guildford workshop and I know Eliza and Ivana were too and it was fantastic to be with such an engaged group of community members as we went around the town centre and looked at key elements like lighting, better pathways and how to make it feel like a safer place for everyone and and it was really interesting as you said when we got together with the co-design workshop which was bringing all three groups together there were so many ideas zipping around that night but honestly the number one that came from all three areas was better lighting to make people feel safe so I just thought it doesn't matter what area it is there's um, a common 
common ground there. So what are the next steps in the Herway project? Yeah, so that's oh, – sorry, I was jumping the gun a bit there. The, the next steps are what were the findings from all that research. So we got reports on each of them, the re- research reports, so quite detailed 50-page reports on each each of those sort of processes and where the designs they come up with. And so they've suggested a whole lot of things that could be improved that would make it feel better and they've made suggestions about what type of things and what spaces in those areas we could look at. And now the designers are going around and they're going to come down with all that data and we're giving them all the technical data for that space and all that. So they've got all that stuff and they're going to design up some ideas and, and then out of those ideas we'll choose one that we developed out to a fully realised plan that we can take to market for some builders to do it and then that'll be hopefully by end of November they will start working on that process and we'll get those things in place and then we're aiming to have it completed by early March and then we'll have a big event to celebrate that whole thing and also help you know encourage people to be in the space and enjoy the spaces so we'll be doing that to celebrate the whole process of Irway so yeah it should be great and the other the other exciting thing about the program too I think was the councillors themselves were encouraged to come along as observers so rather than being driving the things because they always often been involved because that's their role but this is another interesting approach that you know they were able to observe and just listen to the community members and, and see how they reacted to things rather than that whole idea of people having an idea before they started I thought that was a really positive sort of approach that was come out of this. And what do we hope to get out of all of this? What is the best thing about this opportunity? <laughs> well, the best thing is that women and girls have actually had a say about what's going to happen. And it's also that I think it's letting a lot of strategic planners and things realise that some of the things that they're traditionally used to doing are a bit not really considering that whole aspect, you know, because it's interesting when you talk to girls and that. And a guy, if you ask them about going out, there's a whole lot of different plans. Or a guy's thinking about going out and have I got my keys in my wallet? And a and girl's often thinking about how they're getting back and they're travelling and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of the surveys and stuff that's been done, it all comes up with that. So it's just giving us that different perspective and the whole idea of doing that research process that's completely different to the normal way of engaging and stuff that we've been doing. So it's giving us another string to our bow for different plans. You know, it won't suit everything, but some plans and strategies, it'll be another way of looking at these issues and, and hopefully that'll enhance the way we deliver our services and to the community. Just quickly, while we have you here, Richard, can you please give us a quick update on the fabulous opening of Maryland Civic Square earlier this month? There were so many people there. I know I was at the uh, Council Community Engagement Stall and we had about two and a half thousand people at our stall and there were a lot more people there around so what can you tell our listeners about the whole evening yeah it was a great great night the the community really came out and enjoyed it they really really were ready to enjoy the space and embrace embrace the new look for Marylands and yeah we were given figures of 8,500 people there so and they were had you know besides the opening and the speeches by the mayor and the the local members Andrew Charlton and Julia Finn and the state member who looked after the grant, Stephen Barley. Uh, we also had schools. We had three, three of the local schools perform, so 70-plus students. We had eight dance schools came and d- did dances. There was like over 200 dancers uh, there. We also had bands like Lola Lavina, and we had circus performers and fire jugglers and hula hoops with LED performances and all sorts of things. And there's free face painting and food stalls. And it was just a great night. Went till 10.30. And we also had Maryland's first ever dance battle. So they were out doing hip-hop dancing competitions, which was a fun thing. And the crowd really got into it and stood around and clapped and really enjoyed themselves till late in the night. And we had 
at one end we had you know these hip hop dancers going and everyone cheering, and down the other end we had people dancing to a to another sort of you know rhythm and bluesy sort of act where they're doing the classic hits and people dancing in the streets till ten thirty in Maryland, which is always an exciting thing. So. Can I just say I was kind of in the middle between the dancing and the the live band, and as it was dusk and, the, and it was getting a bit darker, and the circus performers they'd been who they'd been circus performers the whole time, but suddenly there were circus performers with the LED lights in their hoops and stuff and all the crowd around me as the lights came on in the hoops and things just went, oh, it's a collective sigh of kind of wonder and and Nirvana and I were there when we just – we. We did it too. We just went, oh, that looks amazing. But the whole crowd did it. It was like this kind of simultaneous like – um, surprise and awe it, it, so it just looked amazing and I've seen some photos of the performance they just look great yeah no it was, a, it was a good night I think everyone enjoyed themselves and um, lots of people with smiles on their faces that's what it's all about absolutely Richard thank you for this update on the Herway Project and for Maryland Civic Square and for being part of the Cumberland Conversations podcast it's great to catch up with you again and to find out what's been happening oh, and it's always a pleasure to catch up with you and the team so I hope you're all going well in the next podcast thank you bye I'd now like to talk about our community consultations, which are available on the Cumberland Conversations website. You can find this located at haveyoursay.cumberland.nsw.gov.au. With Cumberland Conversations, you are invited to have your say on a range of council projects, plans and policies that are currently on exhibition. Your feedback will help shape council's delivery of services, facilities and programs. When you go to the Cumberland Conversations page, you'll find that there are three sections. Have your say, which are current consultations open for community feedback. Stay informed, which are projects such as park upgrades and major capital works. There's no feedback component on these projects, but it is a way to stay up to date on what's happening around the Cumberland area. And recently closed projects. You can view the status of these as they may be updated after going to council. You can also use the search bar at the top of the page to find older projects that are no longer showing on the Have Your Say homepage. This month, we have a number of new consultations for you to check out. There are several consultations relating to Duck River open for feedback. Duck River Parklets, Duck River Active Transport Link, Duck River Regional Playground. All of these consultations are open until 18th of September. The heritage planning proposal has been extended until the 22nd of September following community feedback. We also have a special consultation open for feedback for those with young children. Council is seeking expressions of interest from the community to explore if there is current or future interest in state-funded preschool services within the Cumberland LGA. Preschool services seek to enrol children aged 3 to 5 and typically operate during school hours. Submission for this consultation are to be made by Friday the 1st of December 2023. We also encourage you to register on the Have Your Say site. That way you can receive our monthly newsletter with notifications of the latest consultations and other community news. These are just a few of the current consultations and projects on our site. So please check the Cumberland Conversations website to see them all and make sure you have your say. Finally, we have a special segment to finish off this episode. Ivana, what can you tell our listeners about it? So the Sydney Cherry Blossom Festival makes headlines across Australia every year with thousands experiencing a slice of Japan in Western Sydney. This year, the Place and Engagement team visited the Cherry Blossom Festival and did some interviews with attendees who were there. Hey everyone, Chris Monoski here from the Place and Engagement team. We're at the Sydney Cherry Blossom Festival 2023. 
So what's your favorite thing about the Cherry Blossom Festival? My favorite thing is probably the origami because Yoshi, she's really like nice and she taught us, she also taught us Japanese, wait, yeah, Japanese and um, how to make swans. No, well, I keep coming back. I think it's a great festival and uh, it's great for council to be holding these type of events. Would you invite your family or friends to Cindy Cherry Blossom Festival? Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, my favourite thing about the Cherry Blossom Festival is the Japanese culture and the peacocks. I love the cherry blossoms when the wind blows and it blows all over you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the peacocks and, uh, oh yeah, it just looked beautiful, you know. When we came around, there was all the water, and as you looked out across the water, you could see the different colours of, I'm not sure what the flowers were, reds and everything, but just the, the whole backdrop um, was, you couldn't take enough photos, it's beautiful. Hi girls! Hi! What is your favourite thing about the Cherry Blossom Festival? My favourite thing is that everyone comes together and comes combined and we learn more things about other cultures. I love how like it brings people together and like the like everyone just so wonderful and like the event is so beautiful. Um I love the connection that everyone feels when they come together and just the good vibes and the smile on everyone's faces. I love the blossom trees and everything else. Uh, everything is beautiful. Everything looks beautiful. Uh, the flowers. I'm here with Michael Brown, who's organised the Sydney Cherry Blossom Festival. How are you going, Michael? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. That's good. How are you liking the Cherry Blossom Festival so far? I am loving it. I've had a very big couple of days with lots and lots of happy faces, seeing cherry blossoms, eating wonderful food. We're having a great time. That's amazing. What would you say is the highlight of Cherry Blossom Festival? Uh, the flowers, definitely the flowers are the highlight. I think the uh, once you're done with the flowers and you've worked up an appetite, my next favourite is absolutely all of the food that is available and we have some wonderful sweets happening at Cherry Blossom Festival this year. Thank you so much, Michael Brown. It was a great day out and I'd like to give a special thank you to everyone who participated in our Vox Pop interviews. I also just want to give a quick shout out to the students from Muslim Girls Grammar School who were fantastic with the interviews. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Cumberland Conversations. Thank you to everyone who gave us an update about their projects and of course to Eliza and Ivana from our team for their contribution and to everyone who was part of our Cherry Blossom Festival update Vox Pops. I'd also like to thank you, our listeners, for spending this time with us. I hope you found it informative and enjoyable and we look forward to catching up with you again next month. You have been listening to the Cumberland Conversations podcast, the official podcast for the community of Cumberland City. You can listen to this podcast for free on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and the Cumberland City Council website. 